You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, here to equip you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. Do you want to stop getting on discovery calls with people who think you're too expensive and actually work with clients who hurl their credit cards at you? When your brand is misaligned, you can feel like you're getting on calls with less than ideal clients. Your content is more inspirational than high converting. You're confused on how to streamline your message to connect with your ideal clients and don't even get started on your website. The root of this frustration stems from speaking to too broad of an audience of not the exact right people. That's where defining your niche comes in. I know this is a buzzword in business that comes up often, but it's the key to going from hot mess online to the aligned goddess in your space. I personally have experience with niching down to a specific industry. So in this episode, we're chatting the importance of defining your niche and some tips on how to establish it. Hello and happy Wednesday. So I'm so excited about this podcast episode today because I get so many questions about niching down, how niche is too niche, all of the things. So I'm excited to cover that and share my personal experience on niching down to a specific target market because if you've been with me for a while, you know that just a few years ago, we niched down to serving people just in the wellness space. So I'm excited to dive in and teach you all of the things, but first, just a few announcements. First things first is the template shop. If you want a beautiful online presence that's affordable, easy to use, we have the show it website template shop on currentdesignstudio.com backslash template collection. And you can purchase a plug and play, easy to use, drag and drop, whatever you want to call it, website template to create a beautiful online presence. Use code design 50 to get 50% off exclusive. Oh, sorry. $50 off exclusively to podcast listeners. And then also our one-on-one. So if you want to work with us, custom one-on-one, we are currently taking on a limited amount of clients this year and we're already halfway full. So if you want to work with us, please don't hesitate to reach out. Just fill out our contact form on our website and we will go through it and schedule a discovery call if we think you might be a good fit. So I think those are my only announcements today. I also just want to apologize for my voice I sound like a middle-aged man and I'm not exactly sure why. So we're just going to have to roll with it today. Okay. The importance of defining your niche and how to do it. Let's get into the episode. Okay. So before I get into the benefits of defining your niche, niche versus ideal client, how to define your niche, and then the first steps to getting out there and really sharing your niche with the world, I kind of want to share my personal journey of niching down. So 
because they think it might be helpful for you. So in 2018 is when I started Current Design Studio and I was a graphic designer for everyone and everything. Anyone that would pay me to do any sort of design work that would allow me to pay my bills, I did it. And I was working a million hours and making zero dollars. So in 2019, I niched down to branding for wellness businesses. So I went from being a graphic designer to everyone to branding specifically for wellness businesses. And I was super nervous to do this. I was like, am I missing out on potential clientele? Am I leaving people out? What if people come to me that you know, want to work with me, but they're not in my niche. You know, how do I navigate that? All of those things. So I was super nervous to do it, but going from 2018 to 2019, I niched down to branding and website design for wellness entrepreneurs. So I went from doing graphic design, like all sorts of social media graphics, all doing all of the things to just branding and website design for wellness businesses. And the reason I did that was because I live in the wellness space. So you guys know I am super woo woo. I am a 200 RYT. Um, I just finished, I'm finishing up an Ayurveda immersion program. I live in the wellness space so I can connect with yogis, life coaches, health coaches, um, spiritual healers, all of those types of people, because I live in that space along with them. So I realized that those were my favorite projects that I liked working on and I wanted to niche down. So I niche down not just my target audience, but also in the services that I'm offering. So that was 2019. And then in 2020, we niched down even more to branding and website for coaches and wellness businesses. So kind of even adding that coaching word in there, showing that I we are experts within coaches because we've worked with hundreds of coaches now. And we also niche down even more in our services where we, the entryway to work with us is through branding. So we don't accept just website work. We only do, like you have to do branding in order to start working with us. So I niche down in a few different ways and I'm kind of going to share how you can do that for your business. But I wanted to share my personal journey of niching down because I definitely understand that it can be scary and you have all of the questions. But I truly believe that niching down is the first step to scaling because you're positioning yourself as an expert in the space and then you're targeting a specific market that you know you can provide results for. Okay, so before we get into the benefits and how to define your niche, I want to talk about niche versus ideal client because this was something that I didn't quite understand. So a niche is the where, so the market in which you'll tap into to find clients and your ideal client is who they are and what they're like. So your market, for example, is moms. And then your ideal client is getting clear on what the mom's problem is. So they're busy and stressed out. So you are a health coach for busy and stressed out moms. And that kind of targets your ideal client and your niche. So yeah, your niche market is more where you'll tap into. And the ideal client is who 
they are and what they're like. And in next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about identifying your ideal client, but this is really like a two-part this is really like a two-part episode because um, I really wanted to talk about defining your niche and then and then identifying your ideal client. So tune in next week to identify your ideal client. So the benefits to defining your niche. So in speaking to a smaller audience, you have a higher earning potential because this audience is filled with your ideal clientele. By getting clear on a niche market, you're positioning yourself as the expert in one space and solving one consumer group's problems rather than many. So you cannot serve everyone. And that's something Seth Godin says. Um, He also says, if you try to be someone to everyone, you'll be nothing to no one. So think about it like this. When you have a solid brand foundation and you are constantly speaking to the same market, solving the same consumer's problem, and all of your content is geared towards it, um, your copy on your website, everything is about that. You're literally marketing yourself. So your audience, your fans, they begin to market you. Hey, you should follow this girl on Instagram. She is a brand designer and specializes in working with people in the wellness space. Hey, you should follow this woman on Instagram. She's a coach that helps busy moms relieve stress versus you should follow this person on Instagram. I don't really know what she does. She kind of like helps everyone. Um, so yeah, but you should still like, she seems like cool versus, targeting a specific person, knowing exactly what their problems are and providing a solution to solve them. So once you define your niche and then also tap into that ideal client, you're able to create services and content that target them specifically. So it can seem a little bit scary, like you're tapping into a smaller audience, but really you're going from speaking to too many people to targeting the exact amount of people that you that are actual qualified leads. So think about Facebook ads. Like when you go to do Facebook ads, you are targeting a specific group of people. And the reason why they work and they convert is because it's a small group and you know exactly what their problems are, who they are, and where to find them. So it's really important to get clear versus being like too broad of a group and speaking to so many people to get clear on where to find your ideal client um, and what they're actually like how to define your your niche. So I can't tell you exactly how to do this because I think it's different for everyone, but I'm going to kind of share some questions to consider and then the first steps to take once you've defined your niche. So yeah, that's why I named this episode, the importance of defining your niche and not how to define your niche, because I think that yeah, it's different for everyone. And I want you to do what you feel comfortable with and where you actually feel like you can serve the best possible person there. So questions to consider, who are your favorite clients? Take a look back at your favorite clients that you've worked with. Maybe there's three to five and maybe they have some sort of common similarities there. Like what, who are your favorite clients? And then why were they your favorite clients? You know, What were the outcomes? What were the results? You know, things like that. And take even into consideration, you know, their, their broad, you know, 
not broad, um, their targeted, their demographics. So take into consideration their, like their age group, where they're located, um, how much their investment was, things like that. Who were your favorite clients? A second question to consider is what is an underserved or misunderstood community? So for me, I felt like with the wellness space, it's an underserved community. People didn't realize that there were so many like freelance yogis and health coaches and we're really bridging the gap between healthcare and wellness. And I was able to tap into that market earlier than most people because I saw that because I lived in that space alongside with them. So maybe you can find an underserved community that you connect with, that you really believe in their purpose and what they're doing out there. Um, maybe that's a question that you consider. Like, what do you think is an underserved community? Now, something to think about in this with this question is don't just pick an underserved community, like pick someone, pick a community. If this is the route that you're going to go that you really, really connect with and that you can actually produce high level results for. So don't just be like, Oh, I think that this market is really untapped and I just feel like doing it. I just feel like that's not how to run a sustainable business because you will get frustrated if you can't connect with those, um, with that clientele. Who do you feel you can serve best and best produce the and best produce results for? So this is my favorite way to analyze it because who are your favorite clients and who can you produce their best results for? Because that is the name of the game. You want to change people's lives. You want to help people and build an impactful business. So you actually want to produce results and results come with referrals and referrals brings more referrals and which creates a booming business. So who can you produce the best results for? And this is also how you become an expert and an authority in your space by producing high level results to the same group of people um, repeatedly time after time. And then lastly, the last question is how can I set myself apart from my competitors? So if you're like, okay, these are my favorite clients and this is the best um, results that I can produce for, how can I set myself apart now? Like what makes me different from other people that might be in this, you know, in this niche market. And one thing I want to say too, about like limiting beliefs with defining your niche is, you know, there's so many people in the, in my space, like there's tons of designers, there's tons of coaches and really niching down and getting clear on who, like the type of people that you're going to tap into and the results that you can produce is what will set you apart from your competitors because you really care. You have your transformational journey. You have how you connect with those clients and that, and that market. So don't allow that limiting belief to, um, keep you from, moving forward. So the first steps to rolling out your niche or getting clear on your niche is I personally would create an internal tagline or mission statement. So I would kind of answer all those questions I just said, like who are your favorite clients? Who can you best produce results for? And then kind of have an internal mission statement and tagline, like this is who I help this is who I serve and share it with your team, you know, keep it at your desk. And every time you go to create content, write website, copy, all of that stuff, you're keeping this niche market in mind. So you're never straying. You're always staying clear on who this market is and consistently connecting and speaking to this, 
um, group of people. So you can, once you have that internal tagline, you can start to create content, copy on your website, like updating your Instagram bio. So everything you put out there should be targeting this niche market and slowly, consistently, you'll start positioning yourself as an expert in that space and an authority in the space. So people will know that this is the type of content that you're going towards. Okay. So that is the episode, the importance of defining your niche. So we have covered the difference between niche versus ideal client. And again, the next episode is going to be all about identifying your ideal client and making every client a hell yes client. So you're going to want to tune into that. The benefits of defining your niche and then how to define your niche. So I hope you found this valuable. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to reach out. I know that when I was kind of narrowing down my niche, I reached out to a big inspiration for me and her feedback was so, so valuable. So feel free to reach out and I will happily work through this with you. So If you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps more than you know. And again, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Otherwise, I will see you.